Hello, race fans, and welcome to the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. Your host is champion driver Wayne Johnson, who will be telling the stories and talking to the people that make the sport of sprint car racing great. Hey guys, Wayne Johnson, Wednesdays with Wayne, episode 94. You'd call this the comeback edition, I guess. Uh, sorry we've uh, been away for a couple of months. We, we're, we're planning on doing a season-ending uh, podcast, but it kind of got shuffled out. and We ghosted you guys, sorry. <laughs> kind of got uh, busy and uh, life got in the way, actually, a little bit there and there's been a lot of stuff go down in the last two months. Yes, there has been. Yep. A lot. So, But we're back. Back with the podcast. We, a lot of people have been asking for it. So uh, season's getting back underway. The Chili Bowl just got over. Uh, that was fun. Uh, Let's talk about the Chili Bowl. Let's talk about I'm never running the Chili Bowl again and what that means. Basically, what I've learned is when you say I'm never, it pretty much means inevitably you are. I also said I'd never get married again, and you forced but me into that. looky here. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Chili Bowl, um, you know, it was kind of a weird deal. Uh, Jim Ellison, a really good friend of mine, uh, had made a comment a month or so ago or whatever about renting a couple of Keith Coons midgets, and I told him it was a waste of money to give those guys that much money and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, long story short, some midgets come up for sale. The Monday before, the Monday before Chili Bowl. Well, we actually found out about them the Monday before Chili Bowl. So anyway, long story short, uh, Jim and Todd purchased the Wheeler Metals uh, midgets, and I think we picked them up Tuesday and got them home about four o'clock Tuesday afternoon, and uh, actually went through everything as quick as we could, and burned a week of getting the sprint cars ready for Florida, but uh, we. Basically went through all those things and made sure everything was right and uh, practiced at I-44 Speedway on Saturday. I guess you could call that move-in Saturday for the Chili Bowl. Right. And then uh, we actually got to practice on Monday at the Chili Bowl and and then uh, Witt went on Thursday and I went on Friday. It was a great time. Had a great time. I mean, it was honestly forgot how fun those cars are to drive. And it was a lot less pressure than before because basically driving our own stuff, wasn't driving for a team, uh, really with no expectations. Uh, Jim wanted to do it to have fun, and we all had a blast. Other than we were crammed in the pit area, our pit area was just... It might have been because you registered at the last minute well we didn't register till thursday before the chili bowl so but anyway it was a good time uh i don't i think we uh you know i I felt like it was decent for first going and not really knowing much about the cars and i think we'll be much better next year because we have the car in shop now and my plan is to take it all apart and kind of massage on everything and learn a little more about those cars and who, who knows, might even get to run at a time or two this year at, uh, you know, maybe do like the coin or something like that in the off season. So before the Chili Bowl to get some more laps, but definitely going to do some, get some testing in at some point with the midget uh, just to be more prepared. I think we'll be definitely more prepared next year. 
uh, for that. So I'm excited about that. That was fun. And uh, hope uh, everybody enjoyed it and got to see a lot of people. I mean, uh, the Chili Bowl was packed. And I know a lot of people missed it because I had m- multiple messages about where you parked and right. this, that, and the other. But nobody, there was a few, you couldn't find us. We were just buried back there yep. in the middle of just all kinds of chaos. chaos complete back chaos. There. Yeah, yeah. It was. And the thing about it is, then you then you go up front, and there's, I mean, the bigger teams they have shit patios, patio furniture, <laughs> and everything else. And we're yeah, back I there. I think the allotment of space may not be super uh, equally distributed, but no, I don't think is so. what it is. We're gonna work on that. So yeah, see if we can get a little more space. A little more space next year, and we raced out of out of which trailer, and I was not really crazy about that just because I didn't know where. The tools were and all that stuff. So, game plan next year is to try to race with our stuff a little more. You mean plan ahead of time a little more? Yeah, wouldn't it be as fun? That's right. That's the stress level of that week for me. You know, because I didn't even work in our shop. You know, I worked at a wood shop, and it was chaos. It was chaos. But anyway, it's over with now. Cars put away, washed, and. Trying to focus on what's next. Yeah, two Which, and a half weeks before we leave to go to Florida. I and, guess that's the big question. What's next? Well, um, which the release come out yesterday, but we're definitely not doing full-time World of Outlaws anymore. We are going to step back a little bit. We're still going to run a lot of races. We're probably still going to run 60, 70 races, but we're going to run... Uh, mo- majority of the outlaw stuff that we want to do, uh, some all-star races, you know, like Ohio Speed Week is something that I've really been wanting to do for a few years. Uh, you know, some races in Pennsylvania that are really good. Knoxville, uh like to get back to run Knoxville at least four or five times before 410 Nationals just to be a little more prepared there. And then uh, we got a, we purchased a 360, so going to run some 360 races we'll be back at the 360 nationals at knoxville this year and i'm sure we'll end up running like uh the jackson big 360 race at jackson minnesota and the big 360 race at Hussets, and then uh who knows what else i mean i don't know uh i don't i don't have a schedule that's past uh basically florida right march so like into march and then i don't have anything put on paper until get going here we're going to florida uh, to run all the stuff at Volusia. And then we're going to run the all-star stuff at East Bay, the 360 deal at East Bay. And then probably back into Mississippi and Louisiana with the Outlaws and back to Page, Texas. And then after that, they head to the West Coast. So that'll give us a little break, maybe a couple, two or three weeks break to decide what's next. But uh, Todd, Todd and Kelly are giving me the best of both worlds right now because... Uh, we really don't have to be anywhere, and I think that uh, that's something I'm going to really enjoy now as far as not having to be anywhere. I think you'll really appreciate it, or you have a much deeper appreciation after two years of Ooh. nonstop. Guys, I'm telling you, <clears throat> the outlaw deal is the toughest deal there is, but and the, the competitors are really tough and all that stuff, but the grind of the road is really tough. Not made for an old man? Probably not. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it was it was fun. And it, with the right personnel, 
on the team, I would sign up again tomorrow to do it. But the burden of there was I had too much of a burden to try to do so much out there. Be the driver plus plus. Yeah, and it was it's just too much and so I'm ready to scale back and like I'm driving the semi to Florida and kind of getting back into that. I mean, I'm going to take the beef too, but somebody else is going to have to drive I was it. Say, how's that going to get there? Because I'm the only truck driver at the moment. But uh-oh, we're um, just going to scale back, and I'm just going to tell you right now. It's just, it's me and we, me and Todd have had a really long talk about it. And if I race Tuesday at Volusia and decide I don't want to race Wednesday, but I want to race Thursday, I can do that. There's no. Nothing set in stone. Nothing set in stone. So I'm really looking forward to just saying, you know, we have a bad night. Maybe we skip a couple and regroup and get, you know, get back on track or or whatever. So uh, I guess that's probably the old age coming out in me. But, you know, it's it's not getting any easier for me, honestly. I can tell you that. It's it, the driving part of it is still a ball. I have a, fun, I have a lot of fun doing that. But the grind of having to do it all is really hard. So... Well, just gonna take a step back and, and, and make it. We had no fun. Right. You've said before, uh, as we got into the second year of running with the outlaws, and I don't know that people can appreciate the fact of like getting your ass kicked time after time after time, and you just keep showing up and keep showing up, and it just wears on everybody. Yeah. Like, it, I mean, because in the end, we're racing to have fun, right? Even if it's your profession, it's still your profession because you enjoy what you do. And when you start to lose steam, it's not fun for anybody. Well, it was just tough, you know. And I mean, the team morale gets down; they get to fight, and you know, and and all that. And it's just when it and when when all that happens, it it makes it no fun. And uh, you know, me and Todd sit down and talked about what we wanted to do this year, and and uh, with. All the perks the Outlaws have added on this year, financially, it makes the most sense for any team to be out on the Outlaw deal. But at the end of the day... For you to keep doing this, I think mentally it's time to take a step back. He wants to have fun as a car owner. Right. And so basically we just step back and say, we're going to do what we want to do. I made the comment to him. I said, if I want to take the wife and go to the lake one weekend and take the weekend off, is that okay? And he basically told me he didn't care what I did. So we're just going to fly by the seat of our pants this year. And we're still going to race, guys. I'm right? super curious to see how this pans out. But and, we're okay. gonna ra- and we're still going to race a lot. But, a lot, yeah. But uh, just looking forward to being able to, you know, the stress level of having to be there, getting there early to make sure because, we, you know, we're racing our points. So, right. you know, like we would leave it. Not just one day, but sometimes days early right. to make sure we're there, to make sure, you know, if the truck broke down or any of that stuff. You couldn't stuff. stay home throughout the week if you were even relatively close. It was hard to stay home. And the thing about it is if we're home now, say we're going to race Knoxville mm-hmm. Saturday night, the Saturday night, and we're home on Friday morning. We wouldn't have to leave till Friday, but if if we're home Friday morning, the weather is just, I mean, it's unpredictable anyway, but... If there's a pretty good chance of rain, yeah, it might not. But guess what? We're not going to go find out. Right. You know, so hey, we'll go somewhere else or 
I just take the weekend off. So, Well, and I also think in the past, you've experienced various levels of success racing, and it'll be fun to get back in victory lane and have those moments of feeling accomplished um, that, you know, we had some good ups in the last few years, but I know, I know especially my kiddos are looking forward to that, but just getting to get out there, be competitive and, uh, you know, get back to having fun. Well, that's what it's about. And, you know, I, I feel like I can still be competitive on the outlaw level if the right employees are in place. Right. Uh, like when Brian Kimenaugh came and helped us, you know, we led laps every night that he helped us. Mm-hmm. And it just goes to show that when the right people in place, that we can still, I can still get the job done. But when basically I'm doing 75% of the work. Right. Crew chief mentally, plus driver plus. Mentally, it beats me things. down and I can't do my job properly. Yeah. Uh, you know, like something Todd had said to me was, how how come, like with a, at an ASCS show or a Knoxville Raceway Weekly show or whatever, how do... How are you able to, you know, because I've always been the crew chief. Right. How did you make that work in the past and not been able to do it at the outlaw level? Well, and, and for one, they're the toughest. Well, two. The speed of the show. I mean, they don't they start, mess around. The first two laps of the night you got to make are the best laps you get make all night long. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, there's not a lot of time to make adjustments. Like, mm-hmm. What I would do in previous, like, and you've seen me many times if we're racing Knoxville, how many laps do I make around that racetrack walking and looking at the track? Right. Why the 360s or the, or the 305s or whatever mm-hmm. running? So I can go look at the track, makes us to come back, tell the guys, hey, I want to change this, change one, whatever. Mm-hmm. But with the Outlaws, there's no time to do that. No. Nope. You know, if you're qualified and then you're in the first heat, you got no time to make adjustments. And then if you're... From the heat to the B, you're trying to watch. Well, from the end of the last heat race to the B main, there's not a lot of time. And so on and so on. It's just the speed of the, the, speed of the game. I mean, it's, you know, you go to an ASCS show and the races start at 7 o'clock and you're still there at midnight. You go to an outlaw show, it starts at 7 o'clock and at 10.30, you're done. Actually, at 10.30, you're probably already on the road. I'm not sure I'm going to be able to stay up that late anymore. So, you know, but... uh and it's just because there's no, they don't have support classes for the most part at outlaw shows, and uh, it's just different. it just takes a lot more people, you know. And it really, and and not that my guys wasn't good, it was they were very good at what they done, you know. I, I appreciate them for taking the road, you know, taking everything up and down the road, making sure maintenance and stuff was done, but they just wasn't much help to me when it came to setups and those things. Right, you need that support and. You got to have somebody that can take control, <clears throat> like me and <clears throat> excuse me, like me and da- me and David Gravel talked. Uh, you know, he doesn't do anything but watch the track all night long and drive the car. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to make sure they got fuel in it, make sure they got this stagger on it, trying to make sure this is happening, that's happening, and just a lot to it. And it don't seem like it's that much, but. When you put Every all that, when counts. you put all that into a, just a couple hours and a night, you know the stress levels way up. And I'm just ready to have fun. Like I say, I'm back to. You know, I'm not going to kid you. I mean, you know, I've contemplated on quitting. And I think you do that every year. 
and retiring. I don't believe you. Uh, I'm Not def- yet. I'm definitely got less years in me now than a few <laughs> years ago, but I still like to drive the cars, and I still think we can be successful. So I'm looking forward. I never ran the whole Ohio Speed Week, so I'm looking forward to doing that and then looking forward to getting back to the 360 Nationals where we've been really successful and uh, running East Bay. That's something we're going to do here in just a few weeks uh, with the 360 and with the All-Stars. So looking forward to doing that. And uh, you never know if uh, everything goes well and these cars are we get these cars finished and the trailer loaded and all the stuff ready to go. You never know. We may end up in Georgia with the All-Stars the first weekend of February. But you better get if to work. Not, if not then uh, we'll definitely be at Volusia the following week. Okay, well, I think we've summed that up pretty well. Uh, The plans going forward. Let's take a quick break, and we'll come back and see what else we can catch up on. Outlaw Racing Wings is a proud supporter of the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. Outlaw Racing Wings build wings for sprint cars and micro and junior sprints, as well as for all types of wing karting. Champion drivers like Christopher Bell, Wayne Johnson, and Brad Sweet all trust Outlaw Racing Wings for the extra speed needed in today's open-wheel racing. Visit outlawwings.com or the Outlaw Racing Wings page on Facebook and Twitter. Choose the wings the champions choose. Choose Outlaw. Highside Racewear has grown to become a major brand in racing apparel. Whether you're looking for high-quality custom Nomax race suits, or embroidered hats, Highside Racewear has everything your team needs for safety and success. Highside Racewear offers custom race suits, gloves, shoes, dye sublimated team apparel, and top quality embroidered hats, jackets, and shirts. Before you buy from anyone else, check out the Highside Racewear Facebook page or email highsideracewear at gmail.com for more information. Okay, guys, we're back. I don't know if you can hear the Is that the washing machine or the dryer? What is that? (laughs) I've got every appliance in this house going. I didn't realize we were podcasting right now. Well, that's okay. That's okay. Real life, it's it's fine. If it was either this or you're never getting a podcast because we keep delaying it. Real life has got in the way quite often here lately with podcasts and lots of things. I've kind of just checked out from all things, and I think I just needed a moment. Um, We have well maybe think about this we've depleted most of the merch so uh new new merch soon so oh that's what i was going to ask you do we plan on having new merch yes what's the plan stan (sighs) you this is one more thing that's on the list honey it's been but i want you to communicate to me what your plan is before i have to deal with it well that's good to communicate with the people well how about you just handle it all no 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 i don't know about that uh, you did mention something about hoodies, right? Yeah, I think we need to get some hoodies this year. I think it's, we didn't we're past any. due for some hoodies. We didn't have any in the last couple of years, so I think we're going to do some hoodies this year. and and um, Shirts. Shirts and who knows whatever else. But Okay, that's on the to-do list. Got to get ramped back up for race season. What else we got going on? I don't know. You don't have any questions of the week or anything like I'm that? I'm not prepared. For any of that. I was going to ask you a question. But now I don't recall what it was. Well, I don't remember how many emails or how many uh, Facebook messages that I've got. But it's been quite a few of everybody missing the podcast. And so I know. We I'm appreciate not sure that, you I'm all. not sure that this is the best starter up 
podcast. But if you missed us, it's better than nothing. I No, I had like a whole script out for this episode 94 two and a half months ago. And it just never, now it's so outdated, it doesn't matter. I was going to ask if with the midget from the Chili Bowl meant you were going to run more midget shows. And you said you answered that earlier, so... You took you took that question. It's going to be very few, if any. Uh, I vote none, but okay. I don't think many. I mean, indoor only. I, I'm kind of thinking that at the moment. You know, yeah. um, just I may go say like to I forty four and test at some point just uh, to get more laps this summer and to just get a little more familiarized with those cars and what the ins and outs, what really make them work, and that kind of thing. But I don't really see myself really racing them outdoors. Yeah, I'd prefer uh, you not. Don't really care about it. Seem a little dangerous to my me. My brain is already a little shucking up, and I don't need to be shucking up anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I completely agree with that. You know, something we haven't touched on. What? We haven't talked anything in the last two months, any kind of podcast, but everybody's still dying of COVID. What? Oh, don't have to talk about that. I mean, it's making its way out. We, I don't even want to bring up COVID, but it ain't making you guys, its, way out. it's, it's this has been since the beginning of the podcast. It's nuts. Um, yeah, it is. It is nuts. My kids are back out of school again, and it just feels like we're reliving. Somebody said the other day, what is it? This is the trilogy. <laughs> we're into year three. It's, it's nuts. the trilogy. So I don't know. Hopefully we're on the decline, but if I had a dollar for every time I said that. We'd be rich. I don't think there's no decline. I think it's... What did I say earlier? It's the... What? I'm trying to remember how, how I worded it about being the pandemic that it kills no one. It's killed a lot of people. The least... The, le- yeah. the least deadliest pandemic. I don't know yeah. where you found and that the, out. Well, and then we're the most stressed over it. It's called media. Yeah. Right? Yeah, Maybe? I think so. Okay. Well, that's no, a lot, lot of people that's subject. had it, a lot of people that's sick, there are a lot of people that's got over it. And so. they're just fine. And yeah. I'm included in that, so, but. Yeah, but, a lot of people coming down with the old chili bowl flu recently, I noticed, but. Not me, I stayed So away. far, so good. I stayed away from the track as much as possible. You did buy me some tickets the night you qualified, what was that, Friday night, so I got to sit on the front stretch, right at the flag stand, great tickets, and it was fun to sit up there and, uh participate as a spectator my sister joined me Uh, i was concerned though that i was putting myself in the lion's den with the virus but so far so good what did i watch on i watched on facebook or on twitter or something that larry the cable guy was a funny thing that he said about going to walmart his wife told him to go to walmart and get a flu shot and he said he was more. He was not going to Walmart to get a flu shot. He felt like he needed to. He needed to be vaccinated before he went, before to, Walmart, he went to Walmart. Period. That sounds about right. But, yeah. Well, I don't know what else to talk about. Like I say, uh, looking forward to going to Florida here in a couple of weeks, and still jamming in the shop. Three sixty cars done. It's been done for a couple of weeks, but it was pretty easy because that was a car that we finished the year with last year. Uh, on the outlaw deal and just basically went through it, cleaned it up and made it new again. But, but, uh, it's got a lot of time on it. So we made that our 360 car and then 
breaking out a brand new 410 car for Volusia, and that was, uh, it's probably about 90% done, so we got a couple more days to finish it, but then it gets into the fine-tuning and massaging and getting everything back in the trailer and making sure we have everything we need and all that stuff, so uh, we still got a couple pretty tough, hard weeks of race or of work in the shop before we can go racing, but the biggest thing I'm lo- not looking forward to is Shane. Uh, all the decals showed up yesterday, so oh yeah, there's two more cars that have to be decaled. Like five. Good thing I know somebody that knows how to decal stuff. I'm not looking for the decal day, so hopefully, You're the man. hopefully that'll be a uh, you know like an all day Saturday project or something like that. Knock it I out. Just, nobody around, and I just. That's why I like to do it. When somebody's around, I just get sidetracked. So, who knows? That may be the plan there. But looking forward to going and going to Florida and seeing everyone. So, hopefully, uh, I'll see you guys then. And I don't know if we'll do another podcast until... I'm not making any promises at this point. Until after we get back to race season. Until we have some content. Yeah, because we don't really have any. No, if we have something exciting to share, we'll, we'll be back. But hopefully, you won't be waiting more than about a month. Well, we should be back in a couple of weeks because season starts in three. I don't know. It's first, too much for first me. First weekend of February is uh, All-Stars in Georgia. So okay. trying to make it to that, but uh, no guarantees just yet. So remember that, what I said earlier, we we going to go when we want to go. and When we can. So we're going to watch ready. the weather because last year the weather there was from what I remember was really cold in Georgia. We didn't go, but those guys froze to death and I'm kind of a gonna be a fair weather racer also. If it's cold, why go? I agree. No sense of being miserable. But anyway guys, I don't know if we have anything else. You got anything else, honey? Nothing from me. Sorry guys. I'm not prepared. Nothing exciting in your life that uh other than COVID. There's nothing exciting in my life. Uh, just holding on to these last few weeks of you being home for off season. I'm not ready for you to go back at it, but it is what it is. Well, all right, guys. Well, until you hear from us again, keep listening. This has been the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. We thank you for joining us and ask you to tune in every Wednesday for a new episode. Until then, we'll see you at the tracks. <laughs>